The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, 2% at grocery stores, and 1% on all of their purchases. It was the source of the go-to joke and meme for an entire year starting in 2016. We're down 3-1. The chills that goes through your body at that point in time, like the, the greatness and what you see is about to happen, like we just knew something special was going to go down. And it sparked the only Halloween party controversy in NBA history. How much did you guys dislike the Warriors? The catering company put that together. <laughs> if you think that <laughs> LeBron James throws a party and goes and everything from the cookies and the decorations, then you're kind of insane. It just happened to be funny at that point. It's Rosillo's sit-down with former Cleveland Cavalier Dante Jones on the 3-1 comeback against the Warriors. Okay, down 3-1. We all know the jokes. What was it like being around the team then? It was like business as usual. I think guys were confident in the fact that we hadn't played our game plan yet and and guys knew that we had an adjustment that we thought was going to be um, the telltale sign of, of whether we win the series or not. Guys were jovial joking around, kind of doing the normal stuff, shopping, um, still hanging out with each other. Guys, usually when you get down, you have some adversity. Guys kind of tend to gravitate away from each other and, and trying to close off and be a little nervous. But you can see we had pictures and stuff, guys walking down the street in, in San Fran and, and just like just, just being their normal selves. And and we knew that our game plan was going to be the decisive factor of it. So like there was there was a point in time when we we ended up we're down three one we win game five that's or, where he suspended Draymond suspended right. for game five so right before game five um, we're all at dinner like a eleven o'clock a ten ten thirty dinner yeah and Bron jumps up from the table and 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 he's like man I just I, I got to get something out so he goes as people open up the Four Seasons um, weight room which is not not open it closes at like ten so he's gonna find somebody to open up the weight room right he, security went and found somebody to open up the weight room and he goes and does a full Versaclimber workout to simulate his first half that he's going to do. And he comes back to the table, like sweating, has his meal brought into him and like super locked in focus. That was the day that Muhammad Ali died. And like, we're, we're all in awe of what he's doing right now, like how locked in he is. So like his whole attitude and whole focus permeated throughout the team. He walked in the locker room and wasn't talking right before um, game five, like just wasn't saying anything. And that's not in his personality. He was just in his locker, stern, stale face, like just focused and didn't say a word. And then we go to our huddle before we go on the floor. And he was like, man, just get me to the fourth quarter. All I need you guys to do is just get me to the fourth quarter and I'll take over. And then like the chills that goes through your bodies at that point in time, like the, the greatness and, 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 and what you see is about to happen. Like we just knew it. We just knew something special was going to go down. So you go through the game and, and you see the Kyrie and LeBron special performance. And it's just like, yeah, that you get to gain the confidence from, from the game five. And then we go home and he's the same exact way. He's not himself. He's not talking. He's not laughing. He's not joking. He's just like laser focused. So he's not, he's not having fun with anybody. And he's usually a pretty. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's a just a playful, like jokes. Like he's just about business the whole time. And I guess that, that is what made it permeate through our team that like we're going to do this, gave him that confidence that it's going to happen. And we go through game six and um, we go up, we go up big and then we have a little lull before um, halftime, but he's still in there focused and we end up winning game six and then we go into game seven. And like, this is still a constant thing. And, but now at this point in time, he was talking on a road trip on the road trip to San Fran, but then we get in the locker room before game seven 
And it's the same thing. So we're used to seeing this one. Like, is Kyrie yeah. talking to you guys, or is Kyrie kind of doing the same thing LeBron's doing? Ky- Kyrie is is in the same suit. Like Kyrie is still Kyrie. Kyrie is not. He's not that talkative. So like he's 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 focused majority of the time, and and he's a, he's normal business Kyrie. Like he's ready to play, but he's focused. Um, and then game seven, same type of speech. Like I got this. Don't worry about it. Just get me to the fourth quarter, and I'll make it happen. We're going to win this game. And this is his speech. His his rah rah speeches are usually screaming and yelling, but this one is like his, the temperament of this one is. So LeBron usually yells at you like a football. Yeah, thing, like, but so like this, yeah, just in, in, energy giving, giving energy, talking. Was there um, one specific thing he said before in Game Seven that still is something you think about? One line from that whole thing. Um, just this moment is going to last. That's just our lifetime, and, and this is the opportunity that we're going to make something special happen. He always spoke in a, that it's going to happen, not that we can make this happen. It's going to happen. This is going to last our lifetime. This is our legacy is going to be built on. And just get, just, I, I just need you guys to help me get to the fourth quarter, and I will take over from there. I know we're at the end of our energy cycle. I know it's been a long season, but this game is going to stand out for the rest of our lives. You go into that, and then you just see that special performance happen from him and Kyrie. And 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 it all was it all worked out. Dante Jones on the sit down the Rosillo show at ESPN Radio. Uh, how much did you guys dislike the Warriors? It seemed to be a little extra. Like he, the corpse at the Halloween party, I felt like was was, was significant. Um, were you at the Halloween party? Yeah, I was at the Halloween party, and usually his usually his trolls are funny, but I don't. But that was not from him. That was from the catering company. Oh. And he, and he, that's why he never he, not, he really doesn't speak of it because. The catering company put that together. If you think that <laughs> LeBron James throws a party and goes then everything from the cookies and the decorations, then you're kind of insane that he has a season to prepare for and he's doing um, party planning as well. I just thought like, he was a huge. No, event but that was that was that was organizer. a <laughs> right, a, a great event planner. Um, but that was the the company that they hired. It just happened to be funny at that point in time. But like they, they I did and a look, good job. I'm just pointing out that I felt like you guys. Like extra didn't like him beyond just being competitive. Where there's kind of the the fun. Hey, we're all NBA players, but I, I don't know. I, I I always kind of the way it was described to me. So this was on the total guess was that if every one of us with a microphone was going to talk about Steph Curry being the best of the world, that LeBron part of the motivation on top of everything else was reminding guys like me, like you think that dude's the best player in the world, like right, still just, this guy. So obviously, here. his internal motivation is the world domination, and that's what he talks about. Like um. He's focused on being the best in the world, and and if somebody, if the the media was going to give that title to somebody else, he was going to take it back. Like, and he did, and and he did. But those guys, do they dislike him? Not as people, but in competition, they took something from them. That that's that's what they felt like. Like that was ours, and they took it. We didn't have Kevin. We didn't have Kyrie. Yep. We didn't feel like we were at full strength. We had Delhi, who was going back and forth to the hospital from exhaustion and dehydration. So they they felt like we did not. We weren't able to play them at full strength. That's in 2015, right? And then, so that's where the dislike came from. Like, we got to get them back, and I think that was that a dynamic from Golden State last year. Like, it was more of get back. I, I, I gave the analogy of like somebody punches you in your face and walks away. That person got what they had to get out, and and and, and they're they're not they're having any animosity towards you. But when you see that person next time, like you, you're just waiting for that moment to get them back. And yeah. that's what, and that's how they were. Like they, they were waiting for that moment to get back. They all year was planned to get back because they felt like we took something from them, and they had that animosity and that focus and that and, and, and that ability to channel that 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 loss into 
their championship aspirations. So before we finish here, just to be sure, I don't know if you're going to be picked up again here by Cleveland. How does that work <laughs> out where you're you're picked up at the end of the 2016 season, you're waived in July, you're picked up in September, you're waived in October, and then you're picked up again with a game to go at the end of the 2017 season. So what happened? 17 season wasn't supposed to end like that, but it's just like the transaction of basketballs, the transactions of basketball. You were supposed to be on the team the whole year? Yes, and there were some things that stopped it. Um, there were some injuries that stopped it because you had to replace certain people and, and the Mo Williams situation with him retiring in training camp made it, made it, made a, a spot not available for me to be on there. So I was supposed to be there on there all year, but the transactions kind of messed it up and it kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And then that's when it went to the last game of the year. Cause that's when under the cap, you kind of could make it more favorable to, to add me. So it, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it was weird. It was, it's weird. Definitely. But and it was frustrating because if you if you know you're supposed to make a team in October and they push it back two weeks or they push it back a month and it lasts five months, like the emotional strain, the and you're staying mental in shape, strain, and you're, you're work- staying in shape. I'm, you're working out every day. So like you're the next maybe- day is going to be wow. you picked up. So it's tough. it's tough. It's tough on me. It's tough on my family. Yeah. Like my family's asking me questions and they know what I'm going through, but they we all don't know a day. And so you have to – me being the person who like over prepares, like I'm preparing, I'm working out every day, no off days because tomorrow could be the day. And when you're in constant communication with the organization, like tomorrow could be the day or next week could be the day. You don't want to take any days off. You always want to be prepared. So it was frustrating, but it all worked out. You done then now? <laughs> Listen, I'm never going to say I'm done, even though when I'm 45, I'm probably still be working out every day. And if they call me out, like I'll definitely go back. I love this game too much, but Am I working towards other things? Yes, in life, yes. <laughs> I can see that, man. Thank you, Dante. I appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me.